Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your illustrious host, Petty Pop Culture. You may know me as Petty Pop Culture on TikTok. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. If it's not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I love singing into this microphone because I can hear myself back in my ears, and I can't tell if I'm the worst singer in the world or the best singer in the world, but either way, talking into a microphone is just so much fun, and you guys should literally just buy one just to do that. Um, My weekend was a great fucking time. My sister got married and her wedding ceremony was literally so beautiful. The reception was so much fun. She looked incredible. I don't know if you saw her on my Instagram story, but it was like the best day ever. And I'm so happy for her and her new husband, Matt. Oh my God. She like changed her last name. That's crazy. She's fully a married woman. So congratulations to them. I'm going to post some photos of me and my cute little tux tomorrow. Um, happy Monday, y'all. Today is actually the five-year anniversary of the Manchester bombing attacks as well. If you guys, for some reason, do not remember, on May 22nd, 2017, 22 people were killed as terrorists bombed Ariana Grande's concerts. I still remember like exactly where I was when I found out the news, and it's still one of the most tragic things that have ever happened. My hearts go out to all 22 victims and their whole families. Ariana honored them on her Instagram story and all over social media today. And uh, my heart goes out to Ariana as well. She's so strong and powerful and really set the example for all of us that we cannot dim ourselves and be afraid to live lives in fear of terrorists spreading fear and hate or else they win. So for that, I feel like Ariana is really one of the strongest, best examples we have out there today. And as she said, we're going to keep loving and living and picking it up or else they win. So I'm excited for today's episode. There's a lot of tea to spill. We're going to talk about Pete Davidson quitting SNL and what that means for him and his future and why people are blaming Kim. And then we're going to talk about celebrities getting into politics. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez and how they are getting into the political world. And then we're going to talk about Elon Musk and his crazy scandals going on. There's a lot coming out against the richest man in the world, and you guys need to know about it, and he's handling it in a very Elon Musk way, if you know what that means. But anyway, before we get into it, make sure to rate this podcast five star on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow it, because it's your favorite Monday, Wednesday, Friday class, and post it on your Instagram story to let your friends know what amazing podcast you're listening to. And without further ado, let's get into Pop Culture University. Take your seats. You don't know the name. So Pete Davidson is leaving SNL after eight years of being on the show. And I'm kind of upset. I thought he was so funny. I know a lot of... Oh my God, there's an ant on my table. (gasps) Ah! It's crawling up the cord leading to my microphone. No! Death. Death to you, ant. 
Sorry to China and McLean and the ant farm family. I just killed that ant. Anyway, I really thought Pete Davidson was funny, even though a lot of people <laughs> did not and think he's like literally has no idea how he got cast on the show. But not only is he leaving, but some other cast members are too. It's like the biggest cast SNL shakeup in so long. A.D. Bryant and Kate McKinnon are leaving. Two of like the heaviest hitters. I think their strongest cast members are like all leaving. So who knows what this means for the future of the show. Truly so much talent leaving, but... Kate McKinnon and Eddie Bryant are already in so many movies and films. And, you know, Pete Davidson is, like, the biggest, like, sugar baby right now. So I think they'll all be fine. But Pete really got a lot from SNL. Don't you agree? He got, like, a career, first of all. He started when he was so young. He was, like, the youngest cast member to ever be casted. So he got his huge career start. He got, like, movies like The King of Staten Island. And he was in Suicide Squad and Netflix stand-up shows. And he got to date and get engaged to and then you know long-term relationships with two of the most beautiful i would say the two most beautiful women in the whole entire world ariana grande and kim kardashian and most of all he got a new name from kanye west skeet he was announced a new name from the most genius man the messiah himself kanye west so and he got you know a music video cameo where he caught off his head like what more can he have wanted so why would he leave? Does he really just think he can be like a Kardashian housewife from now on? Are him and North just going to be roommates now? I could see them both playing in the playroom together. Fighting over whose turn it is on GTA. Fighting over Kim's attention. <laughs> um, anyway, people are kind of confused why he's leaving. But what I really think it is, I think he just has a million other things right now. And think about it. He's probably getting so many opportunities at this moment because of how A-list he is. He is, he just filmed a horror film. I know he's in like for sure cast in two other films right now. He's doing stand up on tour at the moment. So Pete Davidson is busy. So well, a lot of people were shocked if he'll, you know, not have a career anymore. I think he'll do fine. And people were blaming Kim, believe it or not, because I'm sure you guys know about the Kardashian curse that they did a whole episode about it. where like all the men who did the Kardashians start out really successful at the beginning of the relationship. Then by the end of the relationship, something bad happens to them or they're not successful anymore. For example, Rob, for example, Scott, for example, Tristan, uh, Chris Humphreys, like all these people. But there's a lot of Kardashian men who are so successful. Oh my God. Another example, Lamar. There's a lot of people who are really successful, like Tyga, you know, his career continued. Devin Booker, like is becoming an even bigger NBA star. Kanye. I mean, he's always been crazy. I say that with the utmost respect to Kanye West fans, crazy in the best way. Um, but his career is doing great. Like he got so many Grammy noms, so I'm sure people will be fine and I don't think he'll be affected. And I think most of the men who date Kim glow up. So, um, anyway, good for Pete in his last appearance ever yesterday. He mentioned Ariana Grande and Kanye West. He said that, um, people are just watching his last appearance to to see if he'll mention Kanye. And then he told a story about telling Larry David, he was engaged to Ariana and he was like, Oh, like, well, he, he told a story about, um, how, when he gave Larry David the phone call and was like, oh my God, I just got engaged to Ariana Grande after two weeks of dating. And Larry David was like, oh, like, hold on tight, man. Good luck. Or, you know, told him it wouldn't last, which it didn't. But I still think Pete is a cloud chaser, to be honest. I like Pete and all, but I do have kind of a bad taste in my mouth for Mr. Pete Davidson. I still think he started cloud chasing professionally back in 2018 when he got with Ariana Grande. He literally he skyrocketed after that and that's when he became a-list and then he did it again with kim snl was just a little side gig for him his main job since 2018 has been being a famous woman serial dater 
and he literally should be on like the real house husbands or something because that's where the money is coming from dating ariana changed his life and kim was an ariana fan so i feel like kim definitely even just knew who he even was through ariana grande and that kind of pisses me off that he used her name and her career and all that shit because i'm an ariana stan so i'll forever have a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth for pete davidson um and yeah oh my god did you guys know that ariana grande's new husband dalton gomez he his job is literally listed as ariana grande's husband on google which i think is fucking hilarious i mean that would be my favorite job title but he's actually a real estate agent um he posted a cute a little letter on his instagram about leaving snl about he like grew up in front of the show and met so many amazing people but it's really long so i'm not gonna read it and he said that a lot of people are shocked that he even had this job. So he confronted his haters that were shocked that he was even casted in the first place in his last appearance, and I'm going to play the clip from that. And I remember when I auditioned for SNL, he looked me right in the eye and said, I don't know, if, uh, I don't think you're right for this show. So let's screw this up together. <laughs> and that's exactly what we did, and that's why people who don't think I deserve this job shouldn't hate me since we have so much in common. Like, if anything, I should inspire hope, you know, like that literally anyone could be on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Seriously, you see a guy bumming cigarettes outside of 7-Eleven at 2 a.m.? That's not some meth head. That's the next Pete Davidson. Well, I I'm going to miss you, Pete. Oh, well, thanks, Colin, even though I know it says that on your cue card. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, what can we learn from this? I think this is like the lesson. This should be inspiring. Even if you think you can't do something, you should at least try. And Pete is proof of that. With his career and with his dating history, people are like, how did he even date these women like how did shooting his shot work because he took the shot so never underestimate yourself try every opportunity you can get you do you get big things by asking for it and putting yourself in the position to get it so don't ever tell yourself no before other people do don't you know deny yourself before other people can do that like imagine if pete never auditioned for snl when he was 21 and he never got the job like he listened to people who said who uh said he probably wasn't right for the job you know, what if he was just like, oh, like, you know, I probably can't do it. I'm probably not funny enough or good looking enough or smart enough or whatever. He got the job because he put himself out there and he took a chance on himself and he believed in himself. So that's what you have to do because you're probably way more capable than you think. Politics are meeting pop culture as celebrities are invading the White House and college commencements. You guys, celebrities are doing big things out here. So let's start with Selena Gomez, who is invading the White House. They better keep an eye out for Selena. So Selena Gomez had a meeting with Jill Biden this week and a whole ass press conference uh, in the White House. And, she, you know, she got to go serve her Jackie O realness in her cute little hairstyle, giving 
first lady. And the whole reason that she was there uh, was to talk about the initiative. She's starting with um, members of Congress to encourage Americans to be more proactive about their mental health. She said that mental health is a crisis, which I agree. And she and everyone else um, in this mental health forum or summit or whatever were proposing plans to bring um, America's attention to the mental health epidemic that is going on and how to majorly improve it. And she said in this meeting that she wants to make sure everyone, regardless of their race, religion, sexual orientation, or anything, has the access to services to help their mental health. So now they you know, are going to use this budget from this organization to set up these services to help these millions of Americans who are struggling with mental health. And I love that so much. I think this is super, super important. Um, I've struggled with mental health. I literally do not know anyone who is not. And having services... So I actually did go to therapy in 2020 but like insanely i only went for four sessions before my dad like he accidentally lost his insurance because he like was injured and forms were filled out wrong so he can keep his insurance while he was on leave or something so there was a big like mix-up so he did not have his insurance for a moment but even just going those four weeks like for four sessions helped me so much and i can't imagine if i did not go so everyone having access to um therapy and like any mental health service really is super super important and could literally save someone's life especially you know proven through the statistics of the last few years with covid and everything and even before that so i think this definitely is an epidemic so i love that uh, selena is using her platform to talk about it she's always been really passionate about mental health i think that's been like the biggest um thing she's been an advocate for really in everything, even back to her like 13 Reasons Why days, which in my opinion, I feel like was a huge miss in the mental health world. I think that show was like really regressive for mental health and super, super problematic. And I'm glad she got away from that and, you know, kind of quit that project after the season that she was involved with. But even beyond that, she talks about inner music a lot, which is why I love her music. Um, Even though a lot of people say she like can't sing or whatever. I love her music because of the messages in there. And you can tell this is really organic for her. And she's definitely struggled with mental health. She's been hospitalized over panic attacks in the past. She talks about it in Rare Beauty. And that's kind of like the whole uh, like uh, brand image of the brand. It's about like wanting to look beautiful inside and out. So either way, she's using her platform and passion to change the world. And we love that for her. Now let's move on to Taylor Swift. So, Miss Taylor Swift, in the midst of destroying men everywhere and recording like four new albums in the last year and winning all these awards, has also become a doctor. Yes, Taylor Swift is officially an honorary doctor of the fine arts as she was awarded a doctorate, I think that's how you say it, right? A doctorate degree from New York University, NYU. I mean, like, she's the god of fine arts, in my opinion, even more than a doctor with her discography and her talent. So, I think she deserves it. She, like, wrote the book on fine arts but um so nyu decided to honor taylor swift over the last week with this doctorate because the school actually has a class like dedicated to her where people study her career and her effect on society and why she's so successful and her art and everything like that so they thought it was only right to also honor her with this degree and they also said that they decided to give her this because she stood up for other artists and that school you know breeds a lot of artists ew i hate the word breed the gays like ruin that word Anyway, they breed a lot of uh, artists. So they were like, Taylor Swift stands up for artists, like with her Apple Music letter and uh, demanding like better pay for artists and demanding the artists have their rights. And with the whole re-recording thing 
So I think she deserves it and her amazing success and critically acclaimed work. She's more than deserving. It's funny that like being a doctor is like her smallest accomplishment. Like if you think about it, this is just like a casual day for her getting her doctorate degree. So next time I need to get my STDs checked, I'm going to go to Dr. Taylor Swift. But she made an amazing 20-minute speech, and she gave the fellow graduates some amazing advice. And I think that this could be the lesson from this segment at Pop Culture University. It's basically about as you grow up, you get to tailor your own life. No pun intended. (laughs) You get to tailor your own life, and you get to keep and embrace all the good and cut out all the bad that does not serve you anymore to find the perfect fit for you. Life can be heavy, especially if you try to carry it all at once. Part of growing up and moving into new chapters of your life is about catch and release. What I mean by that is knowing what things to keep and what things to release. You can't carry all things, all grudges, all updates on your ex, all enviable promotions your school bully got at the hedge fund his uncle started. Decide what is yours to hold and let the rest go. Oftentimes, the good things in your life are lighter anyway, so there's more room for them. One toxic relationship can outweigh so many wonderful, simple joys. You get to pick what your life has time and room for. Be discerning. Like if you're sad, put your hand up. If you hate someone, put your hand up. If you're scared, put your hand up. Feel like I'm always apologizing for feeling like I'm out of my mind when I'm doing just fine. And my exes will say that I'm hard to deal with. And I admit it. It's true. <laughs> but all my friends, they don't know what it's like. What it's like They don't understand why I can't sleep through the night And I thought that I could take something to fix it Damn, I wish it, I wish it was that simple I, all my friends, they don't know What it's like, what it's Twitter daddy is getting cancelled on his own platform Hashtag Elon is over party is officially a thing And let's talk about why Elon Musk is getting canceled. So there's a lot going on with Elon Musk and even like the finance and the business world. But we're going to talk about the biggest scandal rocking him right now. And that is that a flight attendant who worked as a member of the cabin crew for SpaceX's corporate jet fleet accused Elon Musk of exposing his erect penis to her, rubbing her leg without consent and offering to buy her a horse. Yes, a horse in exchange for an erotic massage. Now, bruh, why the fuck would he offer someone a horse? You better offer me like a billion fucking dollars. What am I going to do with a horse? Like that is such a burden, first of all. Anyway, who has room for that? Anyway, so allegedly this all happened in 2016. And then in 2018, Elon Musk and SpaceX, you know, Elon, the wealthiest man in the world, paid the flight attendant $250,000 to settle a misconduct claim against him. To basically never speak on it, never say anything. And she has, you know, held that up. I don't think $250,000 is enough. I mean, this whole thing is wrong in the first place. Like, don't get me wrong. It should have, like, never happened. If it's true, if it's real, you know, we don't know if it's real. Can't say anything. But um, he's the richest man in the world. How about $250 million, Elon? How about we times that by a million? Um, 
So she never said anything about it, the woman that's, that this happened to. But her friend actually came forward with it this week. And that is why the world is knowing about it. So her friend said that um, the flight attendant is not for sale and that she will not ever perform sexual favors for money or gifts. And this thing is like insulting to her and just a disgrace. And the friend told uh, Insider that she decided to come forward without consulting her friend because apparently she found out about it and she is also a survivor of sexual assault and she feels some obligation to share what has happened to her. And I mean, that is definitely right. Obviously, if someone was given like hush money to not say something about being sexually assaulted, that's a massive crime and a massive allegation. But if it really did happen, I would come forward as well. So I think her friend is like really brave for that, for telling that truth. Um, She said she absolutely felt a responsibility to come forward with it, especially now. He's the richest man in the world, she said. Someone with that level of power causing that kind of harm and then throwing some money at the situation, that's not accountability. There are predators all over the world, but when someone is particularly wealthy and powerful, they literally have systems that are like machines working for them to set them up to be able to do whatever they want. I mean, girl, even if she ain't telling the truth, that was the truth. That was absolutely the truth. When you're rich, there are definitely systems in place to you know, put you above the law. Like money is the law. And someone as rich as him, who knows what he's gotten away with that we don't know about. You know, allegedly, we don't know what what he's done. But the world is literally Elon's to do whatever he wanted. So this whole thing doesn't seem completely far-fetched. But Elon said it is actually not real at all. He vehemently is preaching that it is not real. This did not happen. He said, if I were inclined to engage to engage in sexual harassment, this is unlikely to be the first time in my entire 30-year career that it comes to light. He said that this is a politically motivated hit piece on him. He said the attacks against me, he said this in a tweet, the attacks against me should be viewed through a political lens. This is their standard, despicable playbook, but nothing will deter me from fighting for a good future for your right to free speech. Basically, he's saying that this is like a part of the slander campaign from his ops to stop him from being able to run Twitter and bring free speech to Twitter and continue building his empire. And they want to take him down for their own political benefit because he's been like stating his plans for the future in every sector that he works in and like his political beliefs now. So he thinks that people who don't agree with him and everything he stands for wants to stop his agenda. And they're doing the old playbook tricks that like the Clintons, for say, would use and wants to slander him and he won't let them win and he's looking for the best lawyers to completely clear this up immediately and live in his truth and a lot of people on the internet are having discourse about it and i feel like the consensus right now is that no one really knows at all because first of all if elon musk really did do this um he's right that if he was like a repeat sexual assault offender that people would have probably come forward in his 30-year career a lot of people have been saying that because as we've seen in the past with these other men who are being exposed, they've been like whispered about and talked about for years and years and years. And then it finally comes to light like Bill Cosby or something like that. So people think Elon has a point with what he's saying, but you know, we're not going to say anything, but Elon is being very Elon about it and taking the whole thing as a joke, which is why people also think that it's not real. And as they say, as he's saying just a slander campaign because he tweeted back in 2021, if there's ever a scandal about me, please call it Elon gate as in elongate because he's always thinking about penis i swear elon musk is like i don't even know the word wait what's what's the word for someone who loves penis i mean besides the f slur but there's like a word for it anyway and then he quote tweeted that tweet the other day and said finally we get to use elongate as a scandal name it's kind of perfect with a laughing face emoji 
the way he literally is gonna buy twitter just to like i mean i kind of agree with his ops if he's gonna buy twitter to do shit like this honestly don't let him elongate he's so horny like um, like even the smartest richest man in the world is just thinking with his dick or about dick all the time the smartest man with the dumbest sense of humor but either way there's two sides that apparently people are coming through with their truth about so i guess we'll see what happens to this i'll definitely update y'all um as it comes forward but as elon said he's luring up and not letting them take him down for false claims so what can we learn from this vigorously fight for your truth that seems to be what both sides are doing you advocate for yourself and your truth because there will there will always be people trying to shape your narrative and all you can do is live firmly and ground planted in your truth stand your ground that's all you can do and at the end of the day that's the most comforting thing as long as you tried as long as you shared your truth you know what happened no one can ever take that away from you um and i'm confident that in this case as it always does the truth will come out and i hope that's what happens so good luck to everyone involved and yeah elongate Anyway, thank you guys for listening to Pop Culture University today. I appreciate y'all so much for listening, and I love you guys so much. I'm so sorry if you have to go into work today. No Pop Culture University listeners should have to go into work on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because like you already have a class to attend. You know, you can't do both full-time, and you guys are way too sexy to have to go to work. And that's just facts. Look at yourself in the mirror right now and say, I'm way too sexy to go to work. And then text your boss that. I'm sure they'll understand. I'm sure nothing bad will happen to you. And then if they have a problem, you direct them to my DMs and we can fight them. But anyway, um, get your bread, get that bag, make that money like the bad bitch you are. And I'm wishing you guys peace and blessings for the two days until the next episode. So I love y'all. Please rate this five star. Um, Apple Podcast, Spotify, screenshot it, post on your Instagram story and follow it and so you never miss an episode Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And check out my TikTok because I'd be making fire content and some cute little vlogs and everything so you don't want to miss that. And I will see y'all next time. Okay, bye. I love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.